Hey guys, that was Turned Down For What by Upon A Burning Body featuring Ice-T. And that is actually leads me into my guest for the week. Uh, that is the theme music of Josh Vandercruz, which I have him on. It's his first podcast. It's his podcast debut on Gilmy Talks. And really excited excited about that and i got the news this week that i am now an international podcaster i have a few downloads in europe now a couple more across the states a couple more across canada and i am amazed that this is going going like this and actually i got a request for merch believe it or not and I'm gonna look look in it to that. If you have any, if you if anybody wants some Gilmy Talks uh, merch, I'll I'll be eventually getting that getting that here going, I guess. And yeah, uh, what what's been going on the past week? Oh yeah, WrestleMania. <laughs> love love the show on uh, Sunday. And actually, um, this is gonna be a two-parter. This is part one, kind of a talk with Vander Cruz about why he got into the wrestling and his training and why he started as as a ref in, instead of a wrestler. And he became he's been refing for Death Proof for eight years, which is a long time. But now he's getting into the wrestling, the wrestling aspect, and that's why I wanted to have him have have him on this. It was um it was a great conver- conversation with with the guy. Uh, what have I done done this week? Um, a lot of work and the freak snowstorm in April. That was tons of fun this uh, uh, this uh, morning. I'll be putting up some uh, pictures about my my morning walk uh, walk with uh, Luna. And if it's your first time hearing hearing this, uh, Luna is my dog. She sometimes you hear her on the podcast, and sometimes she's a good girl and just just quiet, quiet and just hanging out on the on the couch there. What else we got here? April 9th, in a few days, people, Lucha Proof is going on at the Rocket Rocket Pile. Vampiro is going to be there for the VIP guys. Go see that show. Vampiro is going to be there. I wish I could make it, but I can't make it to what what what. what that show sammy callahan is going to be there warhead and vander are teaming against white trash circus there's a lot going on 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 that show guys and it you gotta go you gotta go see it it's gonna be one of these fantastic fantastic shows um wrestlemania i i enjoyed the show i go over it that's going to be the second second part of this podcast me and uh vander cruz go over the entire card and we have a fun have a fun fun here with it we have a couple differing uh ideas but it's nice talking to a guy who's a fan and also a or a wrestler he also he lets him be a he lets himself be be a fan still, which is really cool to see. And yeah, I got a few more podcasts uh, lined up here. I got one really big one coming up that I am super excited about. I got in touch touch with an an old uh, old friend through Facebook, and they said they're gonna do do the podcast. And I think that's that's gonna be gonna be a great talk. And I'll just get right right in into it, guys. Here's here's my talk with uh, me and Vander. Good morning, good evening, good night. This is Gilmy again from Gilmy Talks, and uh, this is actually the easiest podcast I have got together ever. No reschedules, no messing around. Here I got the Death Proof Senior Ref to tonight, Josh Vandercruz, and he's here just to talk WrestleMania, Death Proof, and well, a couple other things. How's it? How's it? Uh, how's it going tonight, Josh? It's going pretty good, Justin. How about you? Ah, pretty good, pretty good. I'm just gonna crack one here real quick, and there we go. We're getting the night day going. I just want to start off is, where where did your love for wrestling first uh, 
first come in? When did you start uh, start watching? Yeah, um, I mean, I know I know it's a young age, but uh, it's one of the few early memories I have, like being that young. But I remember I started to watch in uh, 1993, so I would have been four. And um, I remember, I don't know, I couldn't sleep or something, and I came out of my room, and uh, my dad was just sitting on the couch, and he was watching some wrestling. And uh, I'm pretty sure my first my first memory would have been uh, I can't remember if it was live or if it was tapes because he used to uh, he used to tape a lot of stuff on some VHSs. So I watched a lot of that stuff. But um, the very first match that I can remember, at least, it was a Saturday night's main event, and it was uh, Hulk Hogan and Tugboat <laughs> against um, Dino Bravo and Earthquake. Oh, that was wow. the very first match I remember watching. Um, I don't know if it happened in 93, probably not, because, uh, Hulk Hogan still looked pretty jacked. I think he was still in the juice back then, but, yeah. uh, so it must've been a tape, but yeah, I remember that, uh, firstly, but, uh, I started getting into it in 93 and, uh, leading into WrestleMania nine, not, uh, not a very favorite one in a lot of people's memories, but, uh, for the time I, I, I was really into it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that was my first memory. Um, Watching WrestleMania 9 itself, opening the show, um, was what really got me into it. And uh, it was Shawn Michaels versus Tatanka for the uh, Intercontinental Championship. And um, first of all, I thought Tatanka looked kind of cool coming out with all the the native gear. And then you just had Shawn Michaels and he was all arrogant and stuff. And uh, I remember thinking Luna Vachon was pretty scary. Um, But yeah, no, they they just had an awesome match and uh i don't know Shawn michaels just one was one of those guys who could really pull a good match out of almost anyone and yeah. uh yeah i just remember watching that and watching the whole show but it was after that when i just kind of looked at my dad i'm like i don't want to be a wrestler when i grow up <laughs> and uh you know here we are years later and uh finally finally in the business finally doing what i've always you know wanted to do so that's been a pretty awesome road there yeah, I've actually known you for a few few years now. Not like not like buddy buddy, but seeing you at events, go hey Josh, how how's it going? And once again, I'm a hugger, so I hug hug every everybody there. Uh, yeah. I've been uh, called out on that for a few times now. Nothing but, wrong with that. Oh, Nothing yeah. wrong with that hug. Uh, I think actually the first the first time I remember meeting you for sure. It, it could have been before that, but. Uh, uh, I think I, it was uh, the first hardcore road trip show. Yes, actually. it was. Yeah. Um, that show meant a lot to me. Um, yeah. Because I broke every single rule as a fan that show. Walked up yeah. to, to the ring, opened the barbed wire for Warhead so we can uh, roll out. And yeah. first time talking talking to Warhead ever. He's, I'm actually I talked to him a little bit, so I don't know if it was the liquid courage flowing of the night, but I just wanted to help the guy because he seemed really fucked up. And um... <laughs> that was a that was a pretty pretty crazy match. That was that was the only match that I uh, that I refed that whole show. But uh, yeah. the fact that um, you know Chad uh, got me that spot, and I I got to. I got to uh, ref the main event of Hardcore Road Trip with all of those ECW legends, and that was just that was a surreal moment for me, man. Oh yeah, 
It was, and uh, that was the night I, or the day, or whatever, I became a huge uh, member of the Death Brew fam family, because um, Amato took me around, I just came up at the end of the one of the sessions, I'm like, hey, I found you guys online, I'm not a big ECW guy, I am now, but at, at that time I didn't know much about ECW, but... I thought what you guys were doing were you were local, you were cool. So what he did, he dragged me around the entire entire arena. This is a guy I've never met, never talked to in my life. Got yeah. my poster signed by everybody, and actually went to the back and got Chad out to to meet me. And um, he seemed seemed a little little annoyed at the at at that exact moment in time, but we're 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 very good now. But um, and. What happened was at the end, the end of the night, night there, I have Chad drapes over, drapes himself over my shoulder. He said, "If I get blood on you, I'm very sorry." And um, he gave me the title to kind of, kind of hold up while he, while I dragged him back to the uh, curtain, which was, as, as a fan, as just some guy off the street, that's kind of a, kind of a sur surreal moment. Yeah, that's definitely a big deal. Not not too many big people can say that, whether it's on on a bigger stage or even the indies. Like that's you know that's always a cool moment to have, right? Yeah, and uh, my buddy just standing there watching me the entire time, just kind 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 of looking at me, going, "If you would have told me this, I would have called you a liar." And he just <laughs> it's just one of those cool cool moments that I will always re re remember and I always bring up because. Yeah. Um, that's that's the beauty of uh, wrestling. I find it's moments. Right? Exactly. Like how? Uh, oh, who who just said it? Um, I think it was uh, it was Kurt Angle on Friday in the Hall of Fame. Um, you know, matches you know come and go. There, you know, there's so many matches, but it's the moments that that mean something. The moments are what stand out in people's minds. So, yeah. Yeah, I I I still got to watch the Hall of Fame. I've seen. Uh, DDP and the Rock and Roll Express. Yeah, I, I, I missed it unfortunately, but uh, yeah. I think I, I think I saw that they're playing it tonight after Raw or something. So I don't know. Yeah, no, I got it taped on my DVR. I'm just watching it one at a time. Ah, nice. Just uh, I find with the Hall of Fame, if I watch the entire thing, I I kind of blank out. I play on my phone or or, or something during it. But this <laughs> year, I'm trying a little differently. Yeah, but. Um, so where, where did the, where, where did the training start? Did you start training as a ref? Did you start training as a, a wrestler? Uh, so, so originally, uh, it, it kind of just fell onto me really. Um, so I, so I got into the business in two, well, if we want to go back, uh, really far. Um, so I got, I got into the business first in 2006, I, I went to I went to a GCW show in Oshawa. Okay. Um, they were the big guys in town. They're actually they're actually the first promotion that I really heard of on the local indie scene. Okay. Um, I think they had been in Oshawa the year prior, um, and they had like a big uh, super card. They had Mick Foley show up, and I missed it. I think it was at the Civic, and I was like, oh, that sounded so cool. But like, I didn't know any of the wrestlers on the card besides Mick Foley showing up. So when I heard about them and they were running at the uh, the Oshawa Legion, I'm like, 
no, I, I'm not, I'm not doing anything. I'm just going to go by myself and, uh, you know, check, check it out. I, lo- I love wrestling. So let's check it out. So I went to, uh, the, the very, the very first show I went to, um, is actually where I met one of my, uh, longest and closest friends, uh, Adam Hayes. And, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll break a little kayfabe there. Me and, me and Hayes are, uh, really close. And, uh, if you, if anyone listening or you yourself, uh, tuned into death proof a few years ago, uh, he was the big bad heel, um, in he, death proof and he certainly was a really long storyline going there. And, uh, it was, it was just a lot of fun doing that. But, uh, yeah, that's where it all started. I just, he was a random guy I ended up sitting beside and we just kind of started talking about wrestling and, uh, yeah, we just stayed in touch and yeah we kind of broke into the, the business around the same time he he got to start a little bit before me but uh yeah so i i actually did music for a couple shows uh in gcw so that was really cool being uh behind the scenes and you know it was, it's an indie show i didn't really know anyone uh from there prior besides the odd time they brought in like a bigger name but um yeah, it was fun just, you know, seeing the guys interact and everything. And uh, the first person that actually ever talked to me in the business was Cherry Bomb. Oh, wow. um, just kind of said hello, and we ended up having like a half an hour conversation before she um, started getting ready for her match. But, you know, she was really nice, and, you know, she didn't know me. I was just some kid pushing buttons on a CD player, right? But, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, made me made me feel really welcomed back there, and uh, you know, kind of broke me out of my shell. And yeah, so that's when I started. Uh, firstly, and then uh, the next year, two thousand seven, is when I did my first uh, refing show. I actually I went to high school with um, a guy named Clay Wilkins, um, and he started running his own uh, promotion in uh, Oshawa as well, called MCW. And um, uh, I can't remember if it was. Um, one of our other mutual friends from high school who brought it up or if it was no it definitely was um i'm getting ahead of myself but yeah she was just like hey my buddy josh is into wrestling like he can you know help you out if you need if you need it so he's like have you ever ref before i'm like well no but i just started working at Foot Locker, so i have my own ref shirt <laughs> and uh, that was good enough for him he's like well i know you've watched wrestling your whole life so uh you know, just watch uh, some tapes, watch the, the refs, how they interact in there, and, uh, you know, we'll see how it goes. And uh, I think it went fairly well for my first time. My, my very first match that I ever refed uh, was between Max Boyer and uh, Ruffy Silverstein. Oh, and, wow. of course, um, you know, if you know those two, yep. very technical, you know, back-and-forth match. So they had me... Uh, working for my money that night mm-hmm. and yeah no it was just it was a great experience and um yeah no i uh gotta thank gotta thank clay for that because you know i didn't really have any experience or any in until that kind of happened so oh, yeah that was really cool for me yeah uh cherry bomb kind of has well, ignored me every time i've, I've had a matter about she seems she seems really nice and then me and Braxton Sutter or, or Pepper Parks, we have the same last name from the same from the same area. So yeah. we just whenever we see each other, we just kind of start start a, a chatting now. So uh, yeah, um, no, just I'm I'm originally from Welland. He's he's originally from Buffalo area. 
which are which are very close. So we always well, try to. Well, uh, Welland's near the border, so yeah. Yeah. That's very. Yeah, so we always try to find out who our cousins are. This so far nothing, but. <laughs> <laughs> but she just looks at 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 me like I'm some crazy crazy Mark, which I am. So works out to yeah, fine. Well, I mean, you know, and that's the thing too. Sometimes with like uh, women in wrestling, there's a lot of there's a lot of yeah. I'm uh, very fans, careful like, in a nice way. So yeah. you know, um, I'm friends with a couple a couple females in the business, and just hearing some of the stories that they go through on a regular basis. Um, now, I don't think it's anything personal, but yeah, you know, just, you never know with some people, right? So I don't think right. it's a personal thing. But uh, oh, I, yeah, I know. But behind the behind the scenes, yeah, she she's always been nice to me i mean we haven't talked in years but like it was just cool that uh yeah she she didn't have to talk to me but she did so yeah oh oh no just one one of those things that um i think she talked to a guy for like 20 minutes before i walked up so she was probably on uh, <laughs> on high high or alert there yeah um, fair enough oh yeah Oh no, but she was good, she, really nice to my uh, my boys. I just got to say that whoever's nice to my boys, I I have I have a soft spot for you. Oh yeah, so, yeah. Uh, can't bring him to a death proof show just yet, but yeah, oh. a couple, couple more years to go, eh? Uh, I think eight. Uh, wait, no, nine. How nine. old are my kids? Ah, oh, shit. Okay. Yep, I'm a terrible father. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, I bring them to Smash when they come to a London or a WWE when they come to town. So yeah, uh, they just watch half of WrestleMania there. Speaking of Death Proof, uh, you are the only person to be to every Death Proof show. That is correct. Yeah, um, started with them from the very first, very private event uh, all the way till now. Um, mm. Funny, because not not even Chad can say that, and he he runs Death Proof, but he has missed an event, and uh, yeah, I can I can hold that over him and yeah. everyone. Kind of <laughs> little title there. Oh yeah, well, why'd you start going to Death Proof? Death Proof kind of didn't come out of nowhere for me, but um, so I met Chad uh, maybe the year before Death Proof started. Uh, I think two thousand. 2008 or late 2007 um so i I went out to kitchener uh with uh with jesse amato another close personal friend um in and out of the wrestling uh business and uh i'm pretty sure adam adam came along too and um yeah we went out and i can't say that warhead was the first deathmatch um guy that i i saw and really liked um that that would go to viking another death proof guy there um we brought him in when uh when mcw was running and uh he had a really good gory match with sexy eddie um oh, but, yeah. Yeah, but warhead was like the second death match guy that uh that i met locally and i don't know there's just something cool about him he put on the 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 makeup and um Kind of the theatrics, you know, made the jokes, was, was funny, you know, and but uh, had that kind of crazy side to him, didn't know what he was going to do. And uh, the the first match I saw him in was uh, a barbed wire web match against um, Addy Starr. So, yeah, he, he was Ow. throwing around a girl in barbed wire and uh, was like, yep. shit, this is, uh, this is pretty crazy. But uh, we, we talked a little bit um, uh, after the show and yeah he again he was really nice really really uh chill guy and um 
I ended up bumping into him uh, again in uh, in 2008. I was uh, I was actually seeing a girl who lived in the Kitchener Waterloo area. But yeah, I, don't know, I was yeah I was seeing someone who lived in that area, and I happened to message him like, "Hey, I'm coming uh, I'm coming down your way for the uh, for the weekend." Um, because we were talking, I, I guess he told me that he found, like, his original Warhead Tukes from, like, when he started back in 2002, 2003, 2001, whenever it was. Uh, he's been doing mm-hmm. this for a long time. But I'm like, oh, that's cool. Like, I wouldn't mind having one of those. And he's like, all right, well, you can have it. I'm like, oh, okay. So we ended up meeting at the mall and uh, out there. And, you know, we just kind of sat in the food court for a little bit. And we're chit-chatting or trying to, but... Uh, the crazy lady kept butting in and was saying weird things, and he just kind of started looking at me. He's like, oh, okay, she's weird. Sorry for about that, bud. And, uh, yeah, you know, just guy code, you know, you do you do the, you know, the eyes and the head nods. And you, oh, yeah. You're on the same page, you know what we're both thinking. Yep. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, death proof, sorry, I'm getting a little off topic. No um, problem, man, no problem. But, uh, yeah, so I already knew Chad prior to, to Death Proof, and um, I met Jesse during the, the MCW stuff. Um, I knew Clay and I knew Adam were involved, and uh, that's where I met Jesse, and we just kind of started talking, and we bonded right away. Funny guy. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, one of my best friends. But, uh, yeah, so he had already gotten the, the invite, or he kind of, you know, messaged Chad and was like, hey... I want to be a part of your show, yada, yada, yada. And, um, yeah, he just vouched for me. He's like, hey, my buddy Josh, uh, he's refed a couple, uh, couple matches, wondering if um, you could give him a shot. You know, he's not really doing much lately. So, um, yeah, so he's like, sure, I, I've met him. He's a cool guy. So I came out for the, the first ever private invite-only mat, uh, show uh, in Hamilton, Ontario. Um, which I believe now is, if I if I can remember correctly, I don't actually know if that's where they're running, but it used to be the old Fear Factory training facility. Um, I don't know if that's where Rip Impact is still doing his training or if he's at a new place, but uh, it used to be a training facility. Uh, super small, basically a garage, um, which which is why... Our, uh, our DVDs called the Garage Days with all of the old matches from there. But, uh, yeah, very small. You could, you know, maybe fit 50 people in there, and that's pushing it probably, like, close to 30, 35. Um, but you know, it, was, it was a fun, very close-knit couple event of, of events. We did three private shows. You, know, you paid for your ticket. We had a keg of beer, and uh, your ticket got you in to watch the show and as much uh, warm keg beer as you could drink. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, no, it was fun. Um, first show, uh, I was just the, the junior referee, so I had a couple matches. And um, the, uh, the Garage Day shows weren't really formatted like um, your stereotypical event. It wasn't, you know, like opener to main event. You know, obviously you have to have that, but uh, it wasn't in like a regular show format. It was just a bunch of matches. A lot of the, a lot of the guys wrestled. Um, once or twice on the same show, um, just to get more matches, to get some content going, uh, for when finally broke out of the garage. But, uh, Mm um, no, it was fun. It was, uh, it was going into the winter. So some of those shows were pretty cold, (laughs) tried to get the heater cranking in there. Um, bodies everywhere. Couldn't really move too much, but, uh, 
you know, the, the fans that were there and the, uh, the wrestlers that were there, you know, we got to kind of bond and get to know each other pretty well. And like some of, some of the guys from there, like, uh, Matt Cash and, uh, Steve Brown, Logan Savage, like I, I still talk to, um, those guys, not, not as much as I'd like to. Um, I wish my, you know, I had, I could find the time to, you know, reach out and chat whenever, but just work sometimes gets in the way and you kind of neglect those uh, yeah. relationships. But, you know, I'd like to say that uh, I consider them, you know, more than just, you know, the casual acquaintance at a wrestling show. Um, no, they're good guys. And, you know, it's just, it's little, it's little shows like that that kind of build. And that's, that's where Death Proof got the, uh, the family mentality. Um, it was, it was all because of that. So, yeah, no, uh, Chad took a shot with me, and here I am today. You know, how many years later? 2000, 2009, 2017? It's like what? Eight. Eight years, yeah. Oh, my, my. A lot of, time. Oh, a lot my. of good memories. Yeah. So now you went from the junior ref to the, to the senior ref. Senior well, you know what? I'll, I'll put that one back. I'll ask that one next. Right. So is that when you knew Death Proof was something, so, a little, something a little bit different? Oh yeah, um, just just from uh, just from talking to Jesse, bef- like well before and on the way there, um, I kind of knew what I was getting myself into. I knew Warhead. I knew what he, you know, did in the ring, and uh, you know, just the way that it was pitched to me, it was you know, it was raw, um, hardcore wrestling. You had your guys like Josh Alexander and Scotty O'Shea, you know. We actually rode up with uh, Michael Elgin for the first show. And, uh, yeah, so you have guys like that, you know, tearing it up in the ring for 30 people. And then you have guys like Warhead and Jesse Amato doing all the crazy shit with barbed wire and light tubes uh, in the main event. And, yeah, no, so, like, I I, kind of knew what I was getting myself into. Just didn't know how much I was getting into. (laughs) Uh, But, uh, yeah, no, I, I loved it from... From the moment I walked in there and uh, at the end of the show, I knew that I uh, wanted to come back and I was hoping that uh, I did a good enough job to come back. And uh, yeah, somehow I'm the senior referee with with old school in, uh, in uh, Death Proof. So it's a little ironic that oh, I'm yeah. the senior referee, but uh, yeah. So as the, sen- the senior ref, what are, what's, what's some of your responsibilities there? Basically, making sure no one's dead in the ring. Okay. Um, you've you've been to a death proof show, so you know there's. I've I've been to many a death proof show. Yes. Not so, not yeah, not as are, many you're as. Not, uh, you're not. Oh, what am I trying to say here? I'm. You, I. You, you, I'm, you know how things go. You know there's not very many rules, and the rules that are there are kind of just random. But uh, when it comes down to the action in the ring, there's there's no there's no disqualifications, no count outs no rope breaks uh so sometimes it gets funny in there because you have you have the hard hardcore guys and then you've got you know your technical wrestlers and uh you know you got someone in a submission and they go with the grab the rope and i just kind of got to go to them um yeah that that doesn't matter i'm still gonna ask you if you want to tap because uh there's no rope breaks man yep yeah Uh. no i just i'm there to make sure no one's uh getting hurt or dying in the ring and yeah, um, I mean that's that's kind of the extent of it when I'm out there in the in the ring. But uh, 
over the years, yeah, there's been a lot of other things I've kind of done backstage and yeah, no, I've just, I've loved all of it. Just being a part of, of this company and part of this family and, you know, just having people rely on you at times and, you know, it's, yeah, it's really, it's really fun, really surreal. Oh, yeah. So what are your, your some of your be, behind the scene responsibilities? I know we're going to be breaking kayfabe a little bit here, but yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll try not to do, do that too much. But um, so uh, so yeah, so we started in two thousand nine, and we we did the uh, we did the private shows, and then uh, two thousand ten in uh, in February, we uh, we had our first live live show where anyone could show up, and it was it was great. I was still I was still the the junior ref at that point, but um. Yeah, no, we had a great first like live show. Again, a mixture of different things. You you had Scotty O'Shea and um, well now Alessandro Del Bruno against guys like Ethan Page and Joey Kings. You had Josh Alexander versus Mike Rollins. Um, just insane rip impact. Um, and then you had you know you had the hardcore stuff. You had Jesse and Matt Cash and Steve Brown in a tables match with uh, Logan Savage was in there. You had uh, Warhead and uh, Violent Jeff Black in a no ropes barbed wire match. You know, so it, yeah, like like I said before, like you you get a bit of everything. Um, so we ran 2010, um, and we we hit a bit of a hiccup in the summer. We ran a show in Kitchener, and. Um, I'm a little foggy as to why we we kind of took a hiatus. I can't remember off the top of my head now, but from August 2010, we didn't come back till uh, till July in 2011. We were almost gone for a year, and uh, we had the first Death Proof tournament, which was pretty cool. It was uh, it was a bit more tame than uh, what you might be used to with the Death Proof tournaments. A lot more. Um, I always refer to it as WWE hardcore style matches. So you yep. had your false false count anywhere. Um, yeah, I quit first blood. But then you had you know you had your staple gun and uh, light tubes there too. So you know it wasn't just you know the uh, blunt weaponry and stuff. But uh, and then after that we we were gone again until May in 2012. We did a show for uh, Chad's birthday. Yeah, we didn't come back until January again in 2003. So there were a lot of big gaps and. Um, I know, I know some of it was to do with, uh, with Chad's personal life and I'm not going to get into that really cause that's not my place, but, nope. um, we, uh, we finally, we, we got, we got back on, we came back in, uh, at the beginning of 2013 and, um, yeah, we've been running solid since then. We were, it was the first back by popular demand show, something we just brought back to Hamilton this past March that just literally went by. But yeah, and uh, yeah, no, it was great because, you know, we got the boys back. We had a lot of new talent come in. And um, that's kind of when I started to uh, take on a little bit more. Me and Chad, and I'm not saying this out of my own words, this is something Chad has said to me. We think a lot of like, we have a lot of the same ideas. So when Chad will kind of be telling me about some of the ideas he wants to do, I'll just kind of fill in the blanks before he even tells me. And he's just like, yeah, you, you got it. That's exactly where I was going. So, um, you know, there was time to time where he'd be trying to figure out the direction of where we wanted to go. And we just, you know, call each other up. You know, sometimes we talk on the phone for like 
three hours, time would just fly by, and we, you know, he'd bounce ideas off of me. I'd tell him what I like, what I don't like, and pitch some ideas of my own. And sometimes he'd take them, sometimes he didn't. But uh, yeah, no, we were we're generally always on the same page. And um, in uh, same year, but uh, in July, we are getting to a spot again where we didn't know if we could continue to go as frequently as we were. And I didn't want that to happen again because I was having so much fun. And, uh, you know, we had just gotten back on track. We were finally headed in the right direction. So I just kind of stepped up and told Chad that I wanted to help out more. And um, I, I helped. I started helping promoting the shows and, you know, doing some of the, like, you know, behind-the-scenes stuff and, you know, promoting, getting getting stuff ready for the shows before they came up. And, uh I don't wanna I don't wanna talk too much about that. I don't wanna stay a little a little you know, keep a little mystery to, you know, what goes on. But oh, yeah. um yeah, no, it's uh it was fun just, you know, being you know, from where I started being like a the junior ref and then, you know, being one of the guys kinda, you know, helping out and we'd uh we'd usually I'll I'll just tell one one thing about kinda what goes on backstage, usually before we start a show, Chad, uh, Chad comes up, talks to all the boys, gives a little speech, you know, have fun, don't get hurt, etc., etc. Um, but I remember one show, I can't remember which one it was exactly, but uh, he just kind of got everyone's attention and then pointed to me, he's like, all right, speech time. And he made me talk to the guys and, oh, it's it sucked. I don't, I don't like talking uh, too much in front of, in front of crowds, which is kind of ironic, you know, considering the business I'm in. And I still remember, and I, it was hard not to laugh, but I, I said my little thing, uh, tried to be kind of funny with it, and uh, it was one of the shows we had the notorious TID there. And after I stopped talking, he, he just kind of piped up, and he was like, well, that fucking sucked. <laughs> and, uh, a lot of the guys started laughing, but, you know, that's that's just kind of the m- mentality we have there, you know? We poke fun at each other, but it's all oh, yeah. out of, you know, love and, you know, just kind of, you know, having a good time. So, yeah, that's death proof, man. But, uh, no, um, it was fun. And, you know, things have changed now. I've kind of taken, uh, taken a step back from some of the, like, management responsibilities. But, uh, I don't know, uh, you know, it's... We're out of that rough area where we, you know, it got, it kind of got to the point where there, there were too many cooks in the kitchen and, you know, there was, there was some clashing of like creative ideas. So, you know, I just kind of took a step back before things got too, too heated in there. And, um, but you know, it, it's never, it's never deterred me from wanting to be there. Um, you know, uh, there's always there's drama in any profession you're in wrestling is no exception to that but uh you know it's it's never made me hate this business so you know i'm happy i'm still here i'm happy you know still you know one of the boys in the back and uh you know that's that's changed recently too like i just i just kind of took on another role in death proof and uh i'm loving it man it's uh it's it's great to finally be living out my my dream since i was four years old man yeah i was actually there when he came out as a wrestler i thought oh, okay you, you uh you were at uh you were at uh declaration of anarchy i was um right on. sorry i didn't see you there man oh right, no yeah, I, did. I don't know uh you did i i seen you for like 
five seconds maybe, but then you were swarmed by like 30 people going, oh my God, it's Josh Adda. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. And, and that's, yeah. The, that's the thing too, right? Like I'm, I'm you know, if, yeah. uh, if anyone knows me, I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm not a, I'm not a mean person. Like I like to talk to everyone, right? But just sometimes oh, yeah. I, it's so hard to say hi to everyone or try and have oh, a conversation. No, so um, I, I think that's the moment you actually got swarmed. Like it was, I, I think about at least 20 people after the match came up here to you and I could see, well, you know, the look on someone's eyes were just like, I wasn't expecting this. Yeah. <laughs> you seemed very, yeah. yeah, you seemed very surprised that people were happy, happy for you to have your first match. It was one of those, everyone in the place was happy to see you in the ring wrestling. Yeah. Um, oh man. Uh, Declaration of Anarchy was such a was such a surreal moment. So um, yeah, I guess I guess just backtracking a little bit because I, I think you did ask me about training. Yeah. Uh, I actually started training back in 2013 uh, at the end of the year. Um, I was training at uh, Figure Four Academy in um, I think Bradford. Uh, technically, it's like right by Newmarket, and okay. uh, yeah, I went up with Jesse Amato. And uh, we were training with uh, Chris Garvin, Cutthroat Chris Garvin. For some people who might remember his old uh, his old name, he was Darth Cutthroatus. That's how I remembered him, and uh, reffed a couple matches with him there. But yeah, no, it was it was cool because um and 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 to be to be fair, things didn't uh, didn't work out for too long there. Unfortunately, um, no no bad blood or nothing bad just uh between transit and uh and money at the time because I, I was working part-time still back then i couldn't get out as much as i wanted to but you know what the every time i was there i tried to go at least once a week it was so much fun and you know like everybody says wrestling you know the wrestling business is not easy it's not for everyone and you know what yeah like i got a lot of bumps and bruises and you know there were days when i didn't want to go but uh you know, I stepped it up and I went. And uh, the cool thing about Chris um, is, uh, you know, well, he he was one of the last graduating classes at the dungeon with Stu Hart. Oh wow! Uh, so like, getting trained by someone who graduated from the Hart Dungeon. Yeah. That's 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 what sold it it for me because like I I was thinking about this for 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 you know at least a year or two. You know, wanting to break into the business, you know, I wanted to kind of step away from the refing and, you know, really do what I wanted to do from the beginning. But like, I just, I don't know, I was trying to find, you know, a place that would click, um, you know, because there's, there's so many schools around Toronto, but just, I don't know, just... There was always something that was holding me back, whether it was money or, you know, I just didn't feel confident about going. Yeah. Uh, but but basically, it, it came down to um, Amato just kind of said, you're coming to training with me. Uh, you get a free session if you, if you like it, which I know you will, then yeah, keep coming. Uh, if you don't, well, at least you can say you tried. So I did. I went with, I went with Jesse and I loved it. It was, it was phenomenal. And, uh, the thing that I like the most is, um, without pointing anyone out, because you know, who am I to say anything? There's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, there's a lot of guys, and I'm not, I don't want to talking about Ontario in general, um, but like you, you look at the U.S. indie scene, and um, there's a lot of, there's a lot of cookie cutter guys out there, and not that they're not good, but this, 
you see a lot of the same in, in the U.S. predominantly um, with a lot of the young guys. And again, I'm, I'm, still, I'm still a kid. I can't say anything. But uh, the, the reason why I liked training uh, with Garvin was because he, just, he taught you different things that you didn't see every day or that you saw on TV. Uh, for, every, for every move that you got put into, he always had a unique, different way to counter it or get out of it. And, you know, I just thought that was so cool that, you know, he's teaching something completely different than all of the other schools. That's just my opinion. Um, I can't really say much because that was my school. Um, and obviously you're always going to be biased to that, but um, that's why I loved it there. Um, and, you know, he, <laughs> cardio was always a, a good workout and he didn't, he didn't let us skip it. So, yeah. Uh, no, it was great. But anyways, I, I kind of dragged that on too much. But, yeah, so that's when I started training and uh, took me a little while to finally get into gear. I had a couple, I had a couple matches uh, last year, but not as me. And that's all I'm going to say about that because <laughs> I still believe in kayfabe. Oh, yeah. Uh, for the most part. But, um, yeah, no, uh, coming out at uh, Declaration of Anarchy this year was probably one of the best moments in my life just because I wasn't expecting any of that. Because, you know, you look, you look at me and, you know, I'm, you know, I'm the, the chubby ref with the big beard and, you know, I mean, nobody dislikes me, you know. Nope. Uh, you know usually I come out for a match and someone's always like, Vander Cruz, I'm like, hey. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, no, because uh, at, know, at Death Proof, you've put in the time to say hi to everybody. You've shaken every hand. You've put you put the good uh, with a good vibe out to to uh, people. You're just you're a likable guy, and then seeing you in, in the match, and that's and that's the other thing too. It's not because you know it's the thing to do in the business. It's because I genuinely like to you know talk to people and you know you know see who everyone is and you know why they decided to come out to Death Proof and you know what their story is kind of. So you know it's. I'm, I'm I'm not a, a snobby kind of guy. Like you know, I'm 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 always try to be very genuine with uh, you know who I am. Yeah. Uh, and try to be someone I'm not. But yeah, so no, I I mean it's it's nice to hear that you know people people notice that. But uh, but yeah, so you know coming coming out of the curtain for the first time um, in a different role um, because no no one was expecting it. Um, I wasn't announced to be in that match. And then coming out of the curtain, I didn't actually know how loud people were when I came out until someone told me after the fact. Because yep. I was I was zoned in, I was focused on the ring, and yep. I just I just wanted to you know I just wanted to prove something that you know this is this is my passion, this is what I want to do, and uh, you know I don't care who you who you put me against, who's standing. In front of me, whether I get my ass kicked or not, which I can tell you, I sure as hell did get my ass kicked in that match. <laughs> uh, um, but you know what? I just I loved every moment of it. Having a sore shoulder for three weeks was worth it. Rob Rage is a very big man, and yep. uh, he threw me around really good that match. Oh and, yeah, uh, he did. <laughs> it, it was it was awesome. I loved it. I, I you know I don't care. You 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 wouldn't even you know. I mean, maybe I shouldn't say this if any future promoters say this, but you wouldn't have to pay me to do this, man. Like, <laughs> I, I admit this much that, uh, you know, 
I I wanna I wanna be here for a long time. Yep. So yeah, but no, I was I was talking to one of my buddies came out um, to see me get my ass kicked. Um, yep. That was his exact reasoning. Um, <laughs> and uh, you know, yeah, he 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 had he, it was his first time at Death Proof. He had never come out to a show before, and he told me that like the the place the rock pile just went nuts when I came out. And like I didn't even realize that because I was just I was so You came to the ring so quick. <laughs> yeah. It yeah, it, I, it you, know, you weren't I doing think, that soak like, it in. You ran from the back to the ring. I think it took you maybe ten seconds. Yeah. You just well, you it. know, it's a, it was like oh, yeah. a a rumble battle royal, so yep. know, I want wanted to get in there and, and do some work. Um got my ass kicked more than I did anything, but uh but yeah, no, I just I didn't, I didn't soak in that moment. I, I, you know, I just, I was focused and I wanted to, you know, show people that, you know, I'm ready for this. And, but yeah, no, it was just surreal. Like I, I definitely heard, you know, the place, you know, pop when I came out, but just, I, I, I didn't actually realize how big it was until someone told me. And, uh, that made me really happy that, uh, you know, first match in and, you know, getting a reaction like that and you know i'm not, I'm not trying to brag or anything you know i was i was very humbled by it because you know because you've been a death proof guy without a match for eight years yeah right you're yeah. the you're the guy who's at every show you're yeah. you're you're the guy who we know is going to be there no matter what you're, exactly yeah hey, I, I don't see myself missing one anytime soon i uh i was actually gonna go to um I'm not anymore, but I was going to go to Florida uh, this month, and um, I actually would have been leaving the the day before Lucha Proof, and I was just like, yeah, I can't do that. <laughs> yep, and speaking of Lucha Proof, you have a tag match with Warhead versus, can't read my own writing here, <laughs> Who who's it against? White Trash it's, Circus? It's against White Trash Circus, okay. and Shawnee. Ah, well, I love those guys. They're uh, they're awesome, and uh, I want one of those shirts. <laughs> I I actually have to have to buy one of those shirts because I lost a bet. Oh, uh, with with Matt actually, you know, we were just kind of just kind of going off on each other, and um, you know, he was like, "I'm gonna have a shirt before you," and I'm like, "Oh, we'll see about that." And then of course, my own tag partner makes mm-hmm. a shirt for them. Oh yeah. So. Well, great. I guess I'm buying a, a white trash circus shirt. But no, but being on it, no, you know what? Um, those guys are awesome. They are. Uh, you know, being being in the ring with them as a ref, um, it's always been fun. I've known Matt for uh, for a long time, and uh, yeah, I I've wrestled him more than anyone actually since I started. Um, but that's hush hush. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, but no, Matt. Matt was at training too, so uh, that was kind of cool. Um, coming up with Amato and, and Cash, and then Shawnee uh another you know crazy cat in Death Proof. Um, yep. I was uh, you know in the uh, the barefoot thumbtack match with him against oh, Viking, God. and uh, before the match started, he just kind of looked at me and was like, "Why are you wearing shoes? We're not wearing <laughs> shoes." Made me take my shoes off. Ow! So, uh, that was fun, but uh, okay. you know, it's it's uh, it's it's game hey, Josh. time. You know, so it, I'm not so it, making promises, but um, you know, love both yeah. those guys, Death Proof fam. But um, yeah. 
I'm I'm going to give it my all. I'm not going to just lay down in the ring for him. Um, you know, and knowing both of them, it's not going to be much of a wrestling match. It's going to be a fight. So yep. I'm, uh, you know, I'm going to go do uh, whatever I can to uh, try and get that contract. Yep. Uh, you know, that's that's what that's what War, Warhead said. Uh, oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, if that if that's how it goes down, I'm not gonna just lie lie down for him. I'm gonna I'm gonna give him a fight because um, at the end of the day, as much as I love them, they're family. But uh, I want that contract. You know, that's that's my stipulation for for this year. Um, you know, Warhead laid it out and uh, hyping this match up actually. Um, you yeah. Know, until until I can win a match. Um, I am not relieved of my officiating duties. I'm going to be pulling double duty at any show uh, I lose. So, yeah. um, you know, I mean, I, I, I love I love my job. I, I can't say I don't, and I've loved every minute of being a ref. But, you know, it's, it's, it's you know, it comes to that point where, you know, you want to move up and yeah. you want to make it to the next level. And, and this has been my dream since I was, you know, a kid. So as much as I love it, um, it's a I'm time. Not if, if it means that I can be, uh, if I can be wrestling um, at every death proof match and not have to ref immediately after it, because <laughs> it gets exhausting. I've done it the past two shows. I I did not win the Rage Rumble. I did not win at Back by Popular Demand, which no. real quick was was actually a really really cool moment for me. Um, also, another Matt Cash match, but. Uh, what was supposed to originally be a uh, drunk weight title match with John Greed um, ended up turning into a mystery opponent until we got there and uh, ended up being in the ring with Justin Sane. Oh, wow. And, uh, let me tell you, man, he is... He is he's amazing. He, you know, they, they call him the night train, and you know what? He just, he doesn't stop. Um, and, 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 and the scary part was he wasn't even 100% on his game. Um, he's still not back full time right now. Uh, he's still he's still coming back from uh, from an injury, and yeah. uh, the fact that he could still take us to that limit and you know do what he did to both of us in that ring. I mean, I know I know me and Matt went at it a lot in that match, but uh, Justin kept coming back, and uh, you know I mean he he's the he's the one who pinned me. He he took he took me out so. <laughs> you know, but but it was it was a cool match, man. Like just not knowing who uh, who I was going to be fighting that night. I knew Matt was there, and if it had to be me and him one on one, I would have scrapped with him. But uh, yeah, no, it, it was cool being in there with him. But again, did not win that match. So I'm hoping, you know, I'm with I'm with the Bob Ross of barbed wire. I'm with Warhead. Um, oh, so yeah. that's that's pretty cool. That's a bucket list thing, you know, being with. With pop proof in there, um, hopefully, hopefully, you might need to help me out a little bit, but hopefully, we can uh, get the get the W for this, and um, I can hang up the stripes, enjoy the rest of the night without having to work. But uh, you know, anything can happen, right? But that's that's what needs to happen. I'm gonna fight White Trash Circus. I'm gonna give it my best, and we'll see what happens. And just announced for that show uh, with the VIP tickets. Question and answer section with Vampiro. Vampiro, man. man. That that was actually that was actually a surprise to me today too. Yeah. Um Didn't know beforehand until I saw the Facebook uh, advertisement of that. 
I've only met Vampiro once. It was at a uh, Lucha, uh, a Lucha Toronto show a while back. Uh, I think he was in a six man tag. He uh, he can still go, man. He's he's pretty tough. Oh God! I, in uh, Lucha Lucha Underground, that match with Pentag- Pen- Pentagon Junior, that was oh insane. I, I haven't. I'm, I'm still behind on uh, Lucha Underground, um, but what I've seen, it's phenomenal. And that was yeah. one of the one of the shows that I watched. And yeah. oh gosh, man, yeah, they they he, went nonstop, man. And apparently he was pissed because he edited a lot of it out for uh, TV. Like, oh, uh, really? Yeah, if you see it on Netflix, apparently the match is uh, longer, I, I heard. But um, oh, okay. what it was, Pentagon hit him with like 15 chair shots and they only showed two. And oh, on the, then, on the net originally? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because they didn't want to go... Because Vam- Vampiro is a do-or-don't kind of a guy. Yeah. If he's going hardcore, he's going in a hardcore match. Oh, yeah. Not, he's he's going to give it everything he got. Um, well, I have Netflix, so that's pretty cool. I'm going to have to catch up and uh, see the whole match then. I haven't checked it out myself. That's just what I heard. And Sammy Callahan's also on the on the card. One of my uh, one of the guys I have never actually seen live. I keep missing really? him on every show. He's on shows I can't get I can't get to. I'm going to try my very best to be there on the 9th. Right now it's not not looking all that uh, great just because of life and not so much the bills but being a father of four i have uh, many commitments that's a lot of responsibility yep but um that's why i'm not a death proof regular i would love to be but it just doesn't work out um i'm looking forward oh yeah well well, exactly (laughs) (laughs) yeah and uh but this year I'm gonna be at the the tournament for sure. Or I, or I know that I'm getting VIP. Tom will, well, Tom Martin always holds my seats there because I'm always running running late. But once again, good day, good day, guy. Check him out on the on the arc the the archives there, guys. Yeah, and, no, it'll be good to see you there, man. Oh yeah. Look, do it. Oh yeah. Well, I'll buy you a beer. <laughs> Sounds good, man. We'll Hi. have to have a conversation this time. <laughs> oh yeah. It just, um, if I see somebody getting swarmed by uh, people, I don't go there. It just, um, <laughs> I'm not a crowd guy, so I don't want to, like, what was it? Uh, Rob Rage, I met one of the coolest things. Uh, hung out with Rob Rage for a little bit, bought him a beer, just chatted the guy up. Nice. Little in, little intense dude, but he's oh, of course. very, very I mean, nice. In the size of him, he's very intense. Oh, yeah. No, he's, uh, he's an intimidating guy. But yeah. then I could see the top of a head, top of his head, so it's okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> guys like guys like hitting a brick wall in the ring, man. Oh, dude, that people bounce off him. It's just oh. one of those things that I just. Oh, what's one? Thought I could do do some sort of damage to him. Ran into him, clothesline me right in. Wow, man, flip me inside out, man. It looked like a Stan, like a Stan Hansen lariat there. Right, oh God! Well, I mean, I've never, I've never, never taken one from him, but uh, I can imagine. Jeez. Oh, no. Last death proof question. Pro- probably a difficult one for you. Actually, I got, oh. I got, I got two, two, two left before we change topics here. Two um, left. Yep. Right. Two left. Let's let's go. What is your opinion on deathmatch wrestling? Because some personally, I am a huge fan. I love it. I oh, know it's course. not everyone's thing, 
But I just want to know your your opinion. Do you see yourself going that way? Do you see yourself going more technical? Oh, for myself personally? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I guess we'll have to uh, we'll have to wait and see what happens. I mean, I I don't want to make any promises, but uh, I would like to establish myself first, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, let right. people you know see and make obviously you know make a, make a, an opinion of their own. But uh, I want to prove to people that I I belong in this business. I want to prove to people that you know mm-hmm. I'm passionate about this and that I can hang in there. You know, with the best of them. Yep. I you know it, I didn't go down right away with just insane. Uh, you know, I, I took a bit of a beating before. You know, I ultimately you know couldn't get back up. But I uh, you know it wasn't uh, you know it, it wasn't a squash. I you know I, I I feel like I held my own in there, and uh, you know I I want to show people that you know I'm passionate and you know I want to be a wrestler. So you know. Um, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna make any promises, and I'm not gonna say that I'm going to be in this year's Death Proof tournament. Uh, I think I'm still, you know, a little ways off of that. But you, you never know what the future holds. We'll see what my girlfriend says. <laughs> um, she's, yeah, she's, just um, don't take any light tube bumps right off right off the bat. I saw Jesse's back after. Uh, oh yeah. Oh, well, after... I, mean, I, I think I've seen almost all of Jesse's matches. Um, I even, oh, I even went with him uh, when he was in the IWA Mid South King oh, of the Death that matches. Was, trip. That was awesome, man. I, that, that was a that was a great show, man. Um, being being in Indiana um, for that, I think it's Indiana, Indiana, Kentucky. They're kind of Iowa. I, I do side, but uh, yeah, no, it was it was a great show. Um, you know, unfortunately, he 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 lost in the first round to uh, Matt Tremont. But I mean, it was one of the best it, matches it, on that oh, card. Well, yeah, be... you look at Tremont's records. Yeah. Uh, you know, you look at his accolades, and he's won almost every major American Deathmatch tournament there is, if yeah. not all of them. I I don't even know how many there are, but he's he's at least been in all of them, and he's won most of them. Oh, so, did you I hear? Mean, but, Sorry, did you hear? He he's he is getting his Onada match. I saw that actually. Um, uh, in CZ, day, CZW. Uh, yeah, I saw that. It just it just awesome. just just came up. I'm, I'm just like, wow. Yeah, yeah. that's that's going to be in the summer, I think August or something, right? Yep. That, just no, was, that that'll be a good one to see. Um, yeah, I've I've never been to IWA, but that is the only uh, DVD I've ever tracked down, and that's because of it, Jesse. Oh yeah. Oh like, wait. Like, and, and that was another great thing, you know. He he's one of my best friends, um, and he you know he was in there with Tremont, so you know it was it was a tough, uh, tough battle for him. But he he held his own. He you know he didn't he didn't get the victory, but uh, he held his own and he showed that there is a lot of talent in the Canadian death proof uh, scene. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of them have been in death proof. You've got Amato. You've got Shawnee Mo. You have Matt Cash, you have Warhead, you've got Viking. Uh, we've had Sexy Eddie show up. He didn't yep. partake in a in a death match, but I mean, you know his, you know oh, his, yeah, uh, yeah. Sexy, his Sexy Eddie's awesome. awesome. You have so many, you know, great Canadian death match workers, and uh, you know, and that that's my opinion. Um, I think there's a place for every type of wrestling in this business. You know, whether you're you're a fan of of deathmatch wrestling or not um as i said uh, uh when when i was doing doing the podcast with amato i i said wwe network is a is a paid service why yeah. do, why do they not have a hardcore show 
I'm you, not even you, talking. You would I'm, think they would. Um, well, I mean, especially especially for the fact you can go and watch all of the old ECW stuff on there, right? Yep. Um, but you know, like it would be it would be very interesting to see a hardcore division come back. I mean, you know, with the fact that WWE has gone in the PG realm of things, it might not be deathmatch quality hardcore. Oh, I'm not but, saying go to deathmatch because, like, some of this stuff, like, um, you were there when Jesse did the second match against uh, Masada. I, I refed both of those matches. Yeah. Um, <laughs> taking, well, he, he told me the balcony dive didn't hurt as much as the brain buster. But when yeah. he was in the ring, bleeding like that during the second match, you I, could I, see... I will break kayfabe for the last time in this uh, podcast, but... Okay. That, that I, you know, I, I've, I've watched almost all of Jesse's matches, and I've refed a lot of them. And that legitimately was the only time that I was actually worried for him. Because I've never seen him bleed that much and and it, it, it wasn't just the visual it was like it was the smell of the blood in the ring there was so much blood and um i i was about god i think uh when he came out wearing the drunks row shirt i was right against the ring and it was insane we were me and my buddy ryan who i i hit the shows with yeah. he was he was he he was a fountain there's no other way to say it. It just was. Yeah, you you can you can find the clip online. There's actually there's a recap video uh, of both matches on there. Um, it might actually have been posted by Jesse on his YouTube channel. But, I um, think it was. Yeah. There's 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 the one clip in particular uh, where Masada was choking him on the on the canvas, yep. and you just saw a fountain of blood coming out of Jesse's forehead. Yeah, I'm and, the... I'm... I would, in, sorry. Yeah, yeah, go. I'm right down there. I'm right down there, like, almost in their faces, and I'm asking him if he wants to give it up. And this stream is so close to me, and, like, I'm not I'm not squeamish. Like, blood doesn't freak me out, but just that visual and the smell... You could smell the copper from the blood. Yeah. It's like, I, I don't know if I felt like I was going to faint or I was going to puke, but, like, I I'd never... I've never... I've, you know, I know Jesse, and I know what he can handle, but yeah, I just I've never seen him like that before. So yeah, you know, he he's one of my best friends. I was legitimately worried about him. Yeah. You, know, you look at a guy like Masada. He's wrestled all around the world. Um, that's a guy going going to what you said about you know WWE having a hardcore division. That's a guy you would want in that division. I know oh, it's yeah. not. You know, he he gets you know more violent, you know, on the indies, but that's a guy that can work. I mean, he was trained by Shawn Michaels. Oh, yeah. He knows how to wrestle. He knows how to get down and dirty. We've all seen that. Yep. But uh, he's a guy who can, he's very versatile. I, I mean, I don't know how he feels about working for the WWE or if he's ever wanted to or he'd be willing to do it, but if, if, if the WWE was ever willing to make a hardcore division or ha- make it have, like, its own show kind of like how uh, they have 205 live on the network yeah uh, but just for hardcore he's hands down he's he's my number one pick he would he would have to be there um and just, I, I i think if they they do that necro might consider coming out of re- retirement <laughs> that, that would be cool too oh yeah Nec- uh, oh wait, that that's another guy we've had at death proof how did i forget about him I mean, he's um, not Canadian, but yeah no 
because Macro, well Macro he did cool guy backstage oh my gosh the stories oh. he has yeah the stuff he's been through like um at the second HRRT show before the shit hit the uh, hit the uh, fan yeah that was I fun. was I was standing at a bar with <laughs> me Masada Necro Butcher and Rob Rob Air Rage Yes, I was buying buying everybody drinks at the time. Yeah. But I would pay the twenty bucks or whatever in beer it was to have that moment, because when else is that going to uh, go, go, going to happen ever 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 again? Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, interesting thing though, they all drank Corona though. They didn't. Yeah, they didn't drink any of the Canadian beer. I'm actually kind of surprised. Yeah, I know. Um, it was, I just, one of those uh, interesting things. Everything was, because I know Rob, Rob Rage will drink Canadian beer. I have seen it. But, no, everyone was drinking Corona that night. It was just... Um, well, you learn something new every day, I guess. Yeah. I, I'm, not, I'm not a big fan of, uh, of Canadian, but I will have a moose head anytime. Oh, yeah. No, I'm talking Canadian country. <laughs> Fair, fair. Yeah, well, Canadian. Mooseheads another good Canadian beer. So. Oh, it is. There we go. Yep. Right now, right now I'm uh, drinking drinking Guinness, but um, that's my. Well, I like the stuff. It's uh, good. But I like Mooseheads. Good. Hey, Mooseheads. Good. Uh, Spring Creek. Is it Silver Silver Creek Breweries out of Guelph? Does pretty good. Uh, good beer. Oh. Mill Street. Yep. Mill Street's good. A lot, uh, a lot of good beer in Canada. Oh yeah, we're uh, we're blessed that way. Let's just say that. <laughs> Favorite match that you have refed? Oh my god, uh, I I can only pick one. Or uh, well, uh, well, a couple of them because I know you're just starting the wrestling thing, and but like I know you've refed Carino. You were the ref for Ultimo Dragon, or or was that old day of school? both actually got to do that so okay. i i refed um and this this would definitely be um one of my favorite matches not just in death proof but of all time um i refed the singles match between carino and ultimo dragon and then uh Tarek and shane saber came out and um and kind of kobashi that match um so that was kind of a no contest but that you know there's a very few times where we uh, where we go by the rules, and yep. you know, you you have Steve Carino and you have Ultimo Dragon. They're not going to be you know doing doing a crazy death match or anything. You 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 know you see that on paper, and you know you're going to get a classic stand up wrestling match, and, and, and you know, it was it was great. It was fantastic. Um, that that was Steve Carino's first time wrestling yep. Ultimo Dragon. I'm I'm very happy that. Uh, Death Proof was able to do that for him before he got signed at the WWE, which, again, I haven't, haven't seen him since, but congratulations uh, to Carino for getting that gig. You know, it's, it sucks we won't be seeing him around Death Proof anymore, but, um, yeah, no, it, that was a great match. And then old school ref um, the tag match with Carino and Dragon versus uh, Tarek and Saber. Um, so, yeah, we, we shared the love on that. We both got to ref an Ultimo match. Yep. Uh, yeah, that's definitely up there. Oh my gosh! I actually, I pulled up um, 
the history books here on my computer. <laughs> there has been so many shows over the years, man. Oh, uh, I know. But I got to say that Ultimo Dragon Carino match was amazing. I, I made, it's one of those matches I made, one of those shows I made sure I was there. It was one yeah. of those fantastic shows. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I, I definitely put there, I'll, I'll try and do a top five. It's uh, not going to be in, like, any specific order, but... Oh, no. Uh, Korean, Carino and Dragon, for sure. Balls Mahoney and Shawnee Mo in the Flaming Tables match. You know, just just thinking about it, you know, it's it's a very... It's a very sore spot because it's it, it's still so raw. Fret. But having having balls there, having having balls for his his last match, I I can't even really put it into words, man. Because um, I mean, obviously at the time, you know, nobody knew that was going to be his last match. Yeah. And uh, you know, having him as part of the family and him like legitimately you know that wasn't just another gig for him like he wanted to be there yeah uh, and you know and now he's gone yeah it's, um... having the tribute memorial uh flaming tables match this past december that was that was something man it was uh very emotional night we had we had the the tribute table and ev- all all the all the guys in the back signed it fans signed it yeah, and now uh, you know, we uh, we paid tribute the only way balls would want it. We lit that some bitch up, and uh, mm-hmm. Matt Cash went right through. And so. one thing about balls, he's the only. You hear about wrestlers passing away, and all it's far too often, I must say. <laughs> but balls Mahoney was the one that really hurt. Yeah, because he was the guy. I met him. Just in passing, uh, I I didn't get a chance to see him at Death Proof because of life. Um, yeah. And just, it sucks now, but I got the DVD, so um, yeah. I get to see it when, when whenever I want. So guys, pick up those uh, those Death Proof DVDs. At www.deathprooffightclub.com Thank you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Balls was going through the crowd at HRT. Mm-hmm. And he's just pushing through people. He sees me and Ryan. He stops and talks to us. I don't know. I don't know why. I still don't know why. And he, we just talked for like was maybe a minute, right? Yeah. He 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 didn't have to. And that's that's just the type of guy I I hear he was from from all the death proof guys and their stuff. But oh, and then well, and that's just a thing. It's like you said, um, you know. It, it happens far too often in this business, um, but it, it always hits harder when you've actually had those moments yeah. and those memories with the with these guys, right? Like, yeah. he wasn't he wasn't just you know uh, a legend of you know the game? He you know he was he was a friend. He was you know he was part of the family. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, like I said, he didn't. It wasn't just another gig for him. He wanted to be at death proof and you know i i met him for the first time at hrt like you mm-hmm. and um it was it was a, it was another surreal moment because uh you know and backstage getting ready you know like balls you know uh, he wasn't as young as he used to be back in the day so we're just like oh like this match with with warhead could be interesting and then the second he goes through the curtain 
it's just like a switch. He turned he it on. turned it on, and he was going. And, and he, he was, was so sick that day, too. Yeah. Um, he actually told me and Ryan, okay, guys, I shook your hands. Now get in that washroom, wash your hands. I'm like, <sighs> oh, Ryan's like, oh, I'll get whatever. And he was sick, hasn't been sicker. Me, I'm a germaphobe. So I ran, ran to the, I I ran to the washroom, washed my hands like three or four times because I'm a, I never want to bring anything home into the house. I work with the public, so last thing I do before leaving leaving work, I I wash my hands every every single day. Um, I have issues. I well, I know. So as soon as he said it, I ran to the washroom. Ryan's like, I'm never washing this hand again, and he Paul just looks at him. This is the worst flu I've ever had, and I'm only here because I I I cast the the I cast a check. Go wash your fucking hands. <laughs> <laughs> it's just one of those. Like he actually, he's a guy who seemed to care about people. Oh yeah. Like not I just know. not just oh I'm taking your your ten twenty forty whatever bucks. He actually he actually he 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 gave a shit. Like, when I met Scott Steiner, I could tell he didn't give a shit. <laughs> no, he yeah, was, you, you could tell he was there for, for the money. Oh, yeah. Um, he, that, that's he, well documented was, all over the internet. Oh, yeah, he um, was there, he was civil, he did his he did his job. He didn't go up, it was, up, it was, up. It was awesome, though, getting that picture of him sitting at the Death Proof merch table, though. Yeah. That, it, that, that was pretty cool. <laughs> it, that, I mean, was, just, that was pretty just cool. He kind of threw our stuff aside and started selling his stuff, but hey. We got picture proof. Scott Steiner was death proof. Oh yeah. Hey guys, it's me, Gumi again here. Just doing my little outro thing. Um, I just want to say, first off, thank you very much to Josh Vandercruz for coming on. It was a was an awesome, awesome chat. Loved uh, talking talking to the guy, and yeah, got 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 to know him a, a little bit better, which. He's one of those guys I, I always see and I just handshake, smile, hey, how's the day going? And found, kind of found out found out why why he's he's an honestly genuine nice guy. Um, just a few quick things here. Anybody wants to get a hold of me? Look up the at Gilmy Talks Facebook page. That's going very very well. If you want to email me, it's justinmgilmet at gmail.com for any inquiries about advertising or or anything anything. Uh, like you that uh, j-u-s-t-i-n-m-g-u-i-l-m-e-t-t-e dot uh, at gmail.com uh, the website is www.gilmetalks.podbean.com to get this share it tell your friends about the podcast i enjoy doing it i want to keep it keep it doing it and i want to get my listener my listeners up my listening range wider because i am an international podcaster and i'm going to take over the world with this with this now and i just want to say thank you for everybody who's helped helped me with this so far you don't know how much i appreciate all all the help guys even if it's just answering my questions or just helping helping me with uh hey why look this up look that up i'm just pointing me in the right direction because i'm having a blast doing this want to say thank you very much to my lovely wife 
and um, who puts up with me doing this. Um, on this podcast, me and Josh, I were up until about two in the morning, and I don't think either, either one of us uh, realized how late it, how late it was when we got the second part to, part done. But I enjoyed the talk, and I I I can always catch up on it on a sleeper later, right, guys? Um, and just want to say that everybody out there. Have a have a have a great day, and to remember, like like the page, share the page, tell tell your friends. Gilmi Gil talks is uh, getting bigger and 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 better. Thanks, guys.